The last human zoo was located in Belgium and was closed in 1958. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus, and I'm 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 here mentally. Uh, physically, I'm here mentally. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm Jan, and I'm even yeah. Well, at least yeah. two thirds of us are. This is the best start of a podcast episode we have done so far. I think probably. It, 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 can can't you feel the high you... energy? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, I, I guess I'm here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> At least I, I was one hour ago when we intended to start the recording and, and we chatted about a lot of stuff and now we are tired. So <laughs> no, you, you guys are tired. No, I'm not. I'm just pretending to be. Because so get the... ready for <laughs> <laughs> the highest energy on a podcast you've ever heard. Woo! Okay, that was it. So, where can people find us? <laughs> Usual. How, have a good how week. was your guys' week? I, I have no idea. To be honest, I have no freaking idea what I did this week. And honestly, aside from working on patterns on Illustrator, I don't know when where the week went. Uh, it, 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 yeah, honestly, I don't know. So, I, I can't tell you much I about can, let me say one word and you just nod yeah or shake your head zelda uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah kind There's of some of red's week yeah <laughs> some of it because i was assisting the kid or, or, or. oh yeah yeah I, w- I would also call it that <laughs> no i didn't play um, I, I let him finish the, his first run of the game before I, 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 I start playing it. Um, Wait, but it's not been out. It's been out two weeks, nearly two weeks. No, not not that long. Uh, oh, so he is power playing. He uh, we he, he just what told kind me, of parrot thing are you doing? Before the recording, he told me he, ha- <laughs> he has already seventy five hours of of play uh, oh, in the fuck. game. Yeah, no, it was like I told you last week. He had like four or five days of holidays, vacation or whatever. Yeah, not, yeah. not being at school, and we're like I know the feeling when I was a little kid as years now having a new game was the event of the, yeah. maybe the year so i i don't want to tell him okay you don't have school i i don't have much to offer you because it's raining outside but you can't play zelda for more than 30 minutes it, it's just dumb so yeah yeah i know it's not I, I, I great i get all of that i get all of that yeah i know it's not great parenting and a lot of people will say hey, it's too much screen time yeah sure it's too much screen time but it's like one once a year that I allow him to do that for a new game. So mm. plus, yeah, I want him to finish his first run so I can I can give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, a lot of there assisting and and watching him and 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 enjoying being uh, being being a dad uh, of a yeah. nine years old kid uh, loving playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, a lot of pattern making on on illustrator honestly a uh, few insomnies insomnia and a, a white night uh, deprived sleep deprived night whatever you want to call it so a lot of uh, uh, movies and, and tv shows should well. we just call it red night at this point oh red night i like that yeah okay red night red night <laughs> it is <laughs> Um, and no i did a video um, it's not out as we speak um, no it's not but it will be when this episode is released, and that's are you the. Sure? That's, are you? Yeah. Are you sure? 
Yeah, yeah, it will. It will. It's okay, all, all okay. I just need a little bit of editing left. Uh, there is a little cool. bit of editing left to do, like 30 minutes, ju just the, the light and the colors. If, if it's already out, shouldn't you tell people what it's about? Yeah, I, I was going to. Um, okay, fine. It, Sorry. <laughs> it's the 75k uh, subscribers giveaway video. Oh. Uh, that I, I talked about in a previous episode. So yeah, it's it will, or it is, finally out. Uh, what, did, what did I win? You can win a laser... No, what did I win? Oh, what did you, I win? I, I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll have to talk oh, that fuck uh, <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, but people can win a laser engraver. Um, so that, that I think that's a pretty mm. cool... cool uh, tool oh, and toy I, I guess i already won last year because i did get a laser engraver from the last year yeah you 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 got one and and, and i have and Jan, yet to Jan start one <laughs> and you haven't started on the thing that you're supposed to make me yeah, oh mine has seen some good use that's cool that's good to hear yeah really uh but yeah i, I had a spare one uh because as you know i've been a lot i've been doing a lot of uh tasting and unboxing for brands over the past few months and I'm done with it because I found the one that I want to use and I want to keep. Uh, but I had a spare one, so I was like, mm, what can I do with it? Can I sell it and make money and pay the bills? Or should I give it away to a nice subscriber long of mine? Lo long time investment. Yeah. So, yeah, I decided to give it away. Uh, it's going to be very easy to enter. You just have to comment on the video. Uh, it's all explained in the video. It should be out uh, since, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it should be out for two days now. So, yeah. Don't make it too easy. Yeah, Subscribe, you have to share, you have to sign up for the newsletter, you have to buy at least five uh, yeah, no. things out of your store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 honestly, I spent the morning uh, uh, looking into it, uh, the way I wanted to do it. And, and in the past, I've done something with Glim, uh, which is a website where you can uh, create a lottery or, or competition on Instagram, YouTube and all the socials. Uh, so people have to log in and leave a comment, subscribe, visit a page, and do see this and that. Yeah, I, I mean, it it's kind of boring to me just to organize that kind of stuff. Plus, it doesn't really profit my my uh, YouTube channel or my socials because the only obligation you legally they can't make you subscribe in order to enter a competition. So you can only ask people to visit your account or your channel. Which hmm. means shit because you don't you don't grow the channel if people only visit it. So it, it doesn't mean yeah. anything to me. Plus, I really wanted to make it um, as a, as a thank you to the people who have been with me since I uh, since the beginning. Uh, I, I've been making videos for a few years and I keep seeing the same names in the comments and and um, some people are, 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 are watching my videos uh, for years now. So. I want to give them a chance to to win a cool toy tool without having to go through the troubles of logging in a website, clicking a link, going over there and doing this and doing that. Um, I mean, yeah, I just want to keep it simple. So that's why I, do. I, I get that. But I would also say that's kind of a good excuse to start a newsletter. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Because, um, and that's that's like um 
currently all of your marketing are subject to the whims of the algorithms of whatever social media you post it on. For sure. For sure. But if you have a newsletter or just a mail, a list of emails of people who say, yes, I want news from the Redsmith whenever he has it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's far more direct to people. And uh, it, it's something that you keep no matter what. Granted, like if you export it to an offline storage kind of thing and not store online all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I think newsletters are very underrated. I agree with you and I thought about it. Um, really what came uh, to my mind this morning when I was thinking about it and setting it up was the people who are still watching my videos now um, are the loyal subscribers, the people who have the bell clicked and, and so they get the alert and they will watch all my videos no matter what the, the project is. And that's those people that I want to reward with the giveaway. So I don't really care about growing the thing or um, recording a lot of email addresses or setting up a, a newsletter now. That's maybe something I will do for the next giveaway when I maybe one day reach uh, 100,000 subscribers. Now I just wanted to um, give something back to the people who have supported me. So I, really, I wanted to keep it very, very simple. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well meant, I'm just... I, I think we even had that conversation before offline at some point. Mm, yeah, we did. But yeah, uh, strategically, it sucks the way I did it. But, you know, that's just... Uh, yeah, yeah you've, been, you've been with me for a few years. You're still watching my videos. If you're enjoying my work, I just want to say thank you. I have this cool machine. It's yours. Or it can be. So, mm. yeah, that's... Uh, any... <laughs> any... Do they have to cover shipping? Is it international no, free shipping? I will. I will pay for the shipping. I will pay for international sh international shipping anywhere in the world. The person that wins wins, and end of discussion. I will cover everything. That's uh, yeah. Very that's generous. That's on me. Yeah. And just last little thing. Do you remember like the normal retail value of the laser laser thingy? Oh, when it when it started when they started to sell it, it was probably around three, four, four fifty uh, for a machine, something like that. It, yeah. it, it, it a lot of new machine arrived in the market since, so the value yeah. has, has probably went down. Uh, but still, that's that used to be a decent machine, though. Yeah, it, it yep. totally is a decent machine. I used it a lot. Uh, Initially, that was the one I was keeping for myself until I got oh. a new one that was way better. Um, oh. So I, I, yeah, it's a it's a really good machine. I think it is. So if you are new into or want to get started with a laser engraver, um, that's a very cool machine to have. I think. So yeah, that's my week. What about you, Jan? You nice. look. Tattooed Heat, exhausted. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, started out really good. Um, last. So, sorry, sorry, uh, but there should have been a Mike Tyson joke in there when Red says, "You look tattooed." <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I also got a tattoo this week. Um, no, it started last week after last recording. It was actually nice because Thursday was a bank holiday. Friday, I took a day of vacation. Yeah. And so I had a nice long weekend because I also took Monday off. 
and I got back on Tuesday morning at work to find out that um, one of my colleagues got sick. Yeah. The other one now is on vacation and extended his vacation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been alone at the office for basically the whole week doing yeah. the work for four people, yeah. which oh. is no fun at all because mm. most of them were basically gone when I arrived. Depends on a job. Dude, I work in sales and I also do technical support for them. Yeah, for but the that's products. your fault. If you, if you were a cake uh, uh, tester, you would make the, the job of four I would people. Be dead. Would... <laughs> or, and have diabetes. Yes, exactly. That would be death by diabetes or exploding. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, though, because the Japanese um, visitors that we had or from our company um, over the last two weeks ago for the exhibition, mm -hmm. they brought a ton of sweets for the office. Oh, Guess cool. who's the only one in the office who can eat them? <laughs> oh. nice. I've, I've not been starving. Yeah, I, I've been I've been going a little bit on a lack of sleep. Which one? Which one did they, did they bring? Oh, they had some uh, nice ones with like little uh, squirrels on them. Yeah, and they're just like uh, biscuits with a caramel filling and nuts inside yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, so I know death that. of any allergies. Then the Kit Kat, the, the matcha type, and the sake one. Yeah, Ooh. and um, oh, they have a crazy amount of weird Kit Kat in Japan, which is oh yeah, absolutely crazy. Also Pringles, really fucked up Pringles. Uh, yeah, you know what took the crown? And a big shout out to Ellen there, because um, on the exhibition there were also uh, one distributor from the Netherlands. And he brought those thin waffles that are stuck together with caramel in between oh, them. Damn. Oh, damn. Those yeah, are so Alan good. visited it once and brought those. So when I saw that package, I was like, yeah, you guys don't want to eat that. I just took the whole package <laughs> and I moved it to my desk. <laughs> I've been just like, I think I ate three till they actually found out. It's like, dude, oh, why are you eating so them? Good. Give them back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, that was the beginning of the week. Um, yes, and uh, yesterday I... <laughs> Uh, drove down to Constance, to, um, met my cousin, and he gave me my, or like, no, it wasn't neither his first nor my first tattoo, but um, yeah, he gave me a tattoo. My first color one. Very cool. No, oh, okay. nice. First one in color. Classic style. Really nice. Really happy with it. And then I drove two and a half hours back at home, and I got home at ten, ten-ish. Yeah. Tell people what the tattoo is. And where it is. No, we don't want to know where it is. I want to know where it is. So, so <laughs> the link to my OnlyFans. No, I'm uh, kidding about it. No, I got a yeah, classic style, um, some um, film cartridges and a flower underneath it. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I got it on my um, leg. <laughs> oh, you got that leg? Well, well it's, 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 we say the German foot. Or yeah, the, the yeah. Swabian foot, which is basically the whole leg covers everything. No, it's um, <laughs> yeah. down at the like shin area. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's basically been why week so far. Raz, that's how about cool. you? Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, the grinders finally arrived Yay. on Tuesday. After, I mean, nearly three months since I first said, oh, I'm going to need more grinders soon. They finally got here. Yeah. Uh, only problem is I got 11 motors, but I only got five, no, only got six grinders in. Oh, wow. Why? I I don't know. I, I tried figuring out where the rest of them are. And it's like, you're, no, nobody seems to know at the moment. Okay. Because the shipping manifest says, yeah, two pallets left UK, two pallets arrived in my workshop. That's correct. But there are bits missing from it. 
Yeah, that's not cool. No. Uh, good part is all of those six grinders are already sold. Nice. Okay. Uh, the, the bad part is that, of course, I'm going to a knife-making meetup this weekend, and I would kind of like to try to push a couple of grinders when I'm there. Mm-hmm. This, now I just show up with my car and one grinder and say, you can look, but you can't buy. Yes, exactly. And I remember like a little Insta story this week or last week where somebody was proud in front of the pallets and going like, oh, the grinders <laughs> arrived. You can now buy them. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen that. That too. was probably before you checked them. <laughs> Yes. Also, that was while I thought I only had sold five grinders, and that was because I had a fellow who I was emailing with, but he never placed a proper order. So I had, I didn't have any grinders left after all, for both reasons. Which is kind of uh, good, though. It's a good problem to have. It's yeah, a good yeah, problem yeah. to yeah. have. But it, it's, this is also me then figuring out, oh, how, fuck, uh, now I need to actually ship these things because earlier people have come and picked them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bought one of those pallet strappy things and all of those and played with that and got that figured out. And then it's like, okay, and then realizing, fuck, I need to measure every single fucking box. Yeah. So that I know the shipping, the exact shipping values of things and know that, oh, yeah, if I strap strop these things together then i can ship these and that easier and better and all of it so it's i yeah it's things yeah i've done mathy things and it's scary uh but i also used up one of the damascus bars i have by forging rings and mjolnir oh nice oh nice so people actually can get married yeah uh well we'll see uh uh, one set of them are for a friend of mine uh but (laughs) I think I talked about this earlier that I weren't really happy about how the pattern got distorted yes. or mm-hmm. turned too simplified. Yes. So I've been trying to do a few different things to work around that and or hoping that like the middle of the bar is better than like the end where things get a bit wonky and things like that. Uh, you dip them in a volcano? No, that destroys them. I, I just hold it near the flame. That, that's enough. <laughs> and then you disappeared. Yes. Yeah, I knew it. Good job. Good, good movie reference. Yeah. I have uh, all of them. Yeah, you probably do. Uh, but I had a garden market this weekend, which was also nice. Nice. Uh, because it, it was like the proper nice sunny day and I had like a perfect location and there was like uh, the best weather I can dream of when it comes to garden market. Uh, I showed up, I got more space than I was supposed to have. Nice. Uh, the, the two things about the placement was that I was supposed to be like pushed out in the back sides kind of where, but one of the people who had a booth next to me they had like expanded and occupied a bit of my space yeah that's a common habit with norwegian apparently to invade other people's spaces <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about this is the first time it happened to me uh... but i would say we did probably invent like personal space invasion <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> uh but no uh so like oh I, I can be in the back there with tiny spot or they said we can you can be here in the main courtyard and have more space and i was like yes please that would yeah, be nice that's cool that's very cool uh and i also so i sold for just the same amount as last year pretty exactly mm-hmm. but I, there might have been fewer people visiting this year and i only displayed the pro- the, uh, the products i found most relevant to the garden market yeah so it was leaf hooks, there was leaf bowls, there was heart hooks, there was roses, and there was espalier uh, trellises, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Planty supporty things and uh, all of that. So not 
ter- terribly successful weekend, mm-hmm. but definitely not a bad one. And it's also really nice to actually like have all of the good, all of the things you normally complain about with the market that is out of your control. Mm. Was perfect. Like I, I can't blame anyone but myself <laughs> for how I sold things. Was that pretty good? If you if you made the same amount of money uh, than last year, I mean that that's and still I showed good. Yeah. Things. Mm. yeah. So yeah, oh, I, and it's. I was going it's with this sounding good. I thought about claiming Rasmus, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. Well, that's kind of the good thing because I can only blame myself in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is a kind of a nice feeling because now I can see like, okay, this is a baseline. Now I know how I attract people. I granted, like I could have done a lot of other things, uh, that I might try next year, but also like. Always bringing an anvil and just making noise attract people. Mm-hmm. And because it was kind of a couple of slow days, if I'd brought it, I, I didn't have room in the car. The car was absolutely stuffed. Yeah. Uh, but if I had brought an anvil and a couple of rose planks, I, I could have hammered out a few of those while I was waiting. I could have made some noise. Mm-hmm. And probably the fact of making noise would attract some people, so I wouldn't have time to make the roses anyway. So that's a catch 22. But that would probably make the cells of things. Uh, so I mean, sure. that, that's a whole other conversation, but it's it's an interesting feeling and kind of nice to know that I did the best I could. Yeah, yeah. and I can't complain and blame anyone else. That's absolutely yes. true. But you could you could also ask for help from someone like to attend uh, the market with you and be the cashier uh, and and sell the stuff whilst you are doing uh, a demonstration and eating metal and and gathering people around you. Yeah, that that also sounded a lot like setting some kind your of competitors segue. on fire. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, uh, segue, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's I don't know. Uh, yes, I would much like to just have some help at markets, mm-hmm. both for for the sake of it's nice to be two and not like feel so stuck to the booth. But also, it's Norway. It's one of those things where, like, oh, there's no one at my booth. I'm wandering off. Uh, I'm I'm going to the loo. I'm stopping by the cafe and buying something to eat. It's not an issue. And uh, also, a thing I I do fairly frequently is like, oh, I'm about to leave, but one customer is coming over, and it's like, please just wait five minutes. I just need to go off for a second. <laughs> and I mean that that's, yeah, that's fine. Great. That always seems to work. Mm, that's really good because that's not something yeah. that you can do here. You can you can't ask people to. Oh, I mean, you 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 look over your booth when you're away. Exactly, you you sold out pretty fast then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, that's something you can do, and uh, yeah, I, it was kind of a segue to be honest, because I, I that that was really a, a suggestion. That was a real suggestion for you. Yeah, if you have someone to to go to the market with you, but um, that's also something that I I've I've thought a lot about this week. Um, that's something I, I didn't mention when I was talking about my week, but I did a lot of thinking about me, the way I make stuff, how I can make stuff, why I make stuff, uh, my business and, and everything else, because sleepless nights. Yeah. Uh, could, could I ask the sort of the question of what main sides of your business do you have at the moment? I mean, you have the teaching and the leatherworking, but the leatherworking is broken down into a few different parts as well. Um, what do you mean broken down into parts? No, so like uh, my business now consists of basically four different parts mm-hmm. that I make nearly about the same money off. Okay, yeah. I have 
the classes mm-hmm. i have custom uh projects yeah. i have sales on the website and markets yeah. and i now have the sale of the grinders and tools yeah okay so that's like the four main pillars of my business at the moment yeah what's what's yours uh mine are uh first and foremost uh custom orders Mm-hmm. Um, then I have the stuff that I usually make and sell to people. I have the video making aspect of things, like making videos for YouTube, like tutorials, and yeah. and therefore setting patterns of of mm-hmm. the things that I've I've shown during a video. <clears throat> and I have the teaching. I don't do the markets. Uh, I'm not ready for it yet. Uh, but that that's the main things that i'm doing currently and and therefore i was thinking a lot about um making it better not changing it from uh white to black or black to white or like changing it completely but just improving the situation improving the way um, i can be efficient at making the stuff i need to make in order to make money if that makes sense i think so uh but is this a question of you want to change how you're doing things or is it just a question of you feel financially insecure about the money part uh like you feel like you should be making more money you need to figure out where to get that from yeah yeah both i i think i need to uh, well i don't think i know that i need to make more money and in order to do that i need to be i need to be more efficient and in order to be more efficient i have to change a little bit my schedule but also uh, I think I I I have maybe have a little bit of too much on my plate. Like when you you just consider all the aspects of being self-employed and uh, developing your own business, mainly through social medias, um, you have to consider um, the uh, photo shooting or video shooting, the editing. The posting, the managing the accounts, the website uh, that you have to create and all the product that you are making, you have to do the exact same thing. You have to shoot pictures or videos and create a website and a catalog and sell everything. And therefore, it's less time for making the stuff that you want to to produce and sell. Um, And the other day, I was... um, I was doing, I had a, a, a custom order that I talked about uh, in the podcast, uh, the hat for a client in Malaysia that wants to create um, a cosplay mm-hmm. of a character. And the, 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 so the, there was two parts in this custom order. Once was the, the first one was the pattern for the hat. The second one wa- was um, a 3D printed uh, pair of goggles uh, to to finish up the, the the cosplay, so I did both, and the client was super happy. But um, in order to create the goggles, I had to go back to Fusion three sixty, mm-hmm. and as I don't use that uh, software r- that much, like very often, um, at least I didn't use it for at least six or seven months or something like that. I had the feeling that I had forgotten everything, that I couldn't use it anymore. Um, and in in the same kind of thinking that I had this week, I was like, I should really ask for help to someone that knows that shit, that has the skills, that knows the, the software so 
much that it could take him or her like 20 minutes or 30 minutes to create the model that I need that I would personally take two or three days to create because I would have to yeah. relearn the, the, the software before being able to, to model it. So that's what I did. I, I asked for help uh, and uh, the one and only, the myth, the legend, uh, the wizard, the wizard, Jamie Reader, um, gave me some time, helped me model the thing in like less than one hour it was done the client so i i was doing all the process with jamie and was able to relearn everything in one hour redoing a model with jamie was like a, a, a speed course on how to use the software so it yeah. all came back to me and after that I, I was able to use it on my own and create everything that i wanted to create but yeah. this stupid, stupid question though did, did you now go far away from what I was talking about earlier or is it going to loop back again? It's it's probably going back again to loop okay. if if you don't interrupt me because I'm going <laughs> to lose my, <laughs> my train of thought. Sorry. Um, so I asked Jamie, I relearned the thing and I realized that in order to be able to be efficient in my business, I will need the assistance of some people. Um, so I will have to delegate or ask for help uh, to do the things that either I can't do or don't want to do or don't have time to do. Uh, and and some people are way better than me at doing some of the stuff that my business requires. Like the, the website building, yeah, okay, it's not that hard now because if you go to Wix or Squarespace or whatever, you have the tools to create it very easily. But it yeah. still, you have to learn their tool. You have to spend a lot of time. Yeah, That's you, not you, your job. Uh, you have I, to do five or six complete jobs by yourself. Yeah, exactly. And and that's yeah. that's kind of nice because like you're, oh, I, I learned a new skill. And in this maker community, we are, we are all about learning. And that's really cool. Like the more you know, better it is. Uh, yeah, but not if your business depends on it. But yeah, exactly. And uh, not if your b business depends on it. So hiring people is not an option for me now. I don't have the money to pay anyone to do anything. Otherwise, I would create all day. I would do leather working all day or forging all day. And the video editing part of it would be done by someone else. I can't do that. But for small stuff... Um, I can ask for help uh, yeah. to friends, to people in the community, uh, if they have time. The problem with me is, uh, and it's, it, I know it's a long uh, setup for the topic today, but uh, I, I'm, it's... You read, we're used it, to it. it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the teaching part of me, teacher part of me, which is like still alive. What, what I can do is ask for help, uh, but when we learn something new because we are forced to do it, it's like the good thing. It's like, yeah, I, I've, I've acquired a new skill. I can now edit a video. I can now build a website. I can now uh, change the light of a picture in order to make it uh, better for my social. I can now uh, ship stuff to clients because I know how it works, etc., etc. Uh, the problem is uh, when you, as Jan said, when your business depends on it, um, you don't really have the time to do all that kind of stuff. So I was wondering 
as I've been doing it for myself uh, during the week, how you guys um, recognize that you need help for something. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about projects here, not mental health, because we have, we've talked about that in previous episode that you, if you are not feeling well, you should talk to someone and get help here. It's all about making stuff and a project. When do you, can you recognize the, the moment that you need help for something? Yes. And how do you ask for it? Because it's very hard sometimes to ask for help is your ego can suffer from it. And, and, and you can also f- feel guilty to ask someone else's time in order to make something that will only benefit you. Yeah. So that was my question to you. How, how do you do that? Um, do you recognize you need help for something? How do you ask for help? And, and if you have done that in the past, uh, what's your takeaway? Was it worth it? Was it uh, something difficult to do? Is it always a, a benefits you? What about you, Jan? So I'm just basically going to start because I don't really have the business aspect behind mm-hmm. it at the moment, but I might have it in the future. Um, when I work on a project as a hobby, it's like you said, it's absolutely fine. I like I taught myself Fusion 360 for the main part, um, at least to dabble a little bit with it. Um, I built my own homepage using like one of those um, Squarespace packages or mm-hmm. Wix or whatever it's called. Um, and... It was fun and it worked out. It stops. I can also do like my own logo or like a little bit of my own graphic design. And mm-hmm. I love doing that. My own thumbnails. It starts now. I'm started making the camera straps and I'm still experimenting with those. This is why I haven't posted any pictures about it. This is because I am serious about it. Yeah. The camera straps is something I have to figure out by myself. There are still questions I have on doubts I have regarding the quality for the leather. That's why I already like talk to you red yeah this is some of the stuff where i i can try it but it's going to cost me a lot of money a lot of time for for knowledge that's already out there Mm -hmm. and i am lucky enough to have friends that are specialized in almost any field Mm -hmm. i have childhood friends that like work in seo like in marketing that have been um for um how do you call it like i have graphic design friends of mine that are graphic designers i have freelance videographers and I already, like, I am now at the point where in the beginning I wanted to do everything by myself, but it was a hobby. And now yeah. where I'm slowly preparing for it, I'm actually reaching out to those people, asking them. I'm asking, like, can you design me a company logo? Mm-hmm. I'm going to the next one. It's like, if I'm doing the product or if I'm making the product, I need some good product pictures of it. And I would like to have it animated or, like, with videography. And he's going like, yeah, sure, we can do that so this is this is nice and it is yes it is hard to get yourself to ask for that because i already know because those people it's their job and you're basically asking them for doing their job so i tell them it's like feel free to say no if you have too much work we do it whenever and i'm also not asking them to do it every single time i'm looking for an initial setup and but i need kind of guidance when it comes to setting everything up because one thing i learned in this especially in marketing and i learned that from my real job Mm. there's a lot of stuff you can do with marketing but it will never look professional yeah this is like what we talked about it where you have to do something for thousands and uh, thousands of hours to get good at it Mm -hmm. and um, it's not even that it's easier for them it's just stuff i cannot do there's stuff I'm not thinking about it and being just matching colors or using the right fonts and not getting sued afterwards. 
Yeah. It's just those small stuff. And this is where you need to help. Like if you have somebody at hand, do it. This is, and it's not easy. Yeah. Because there's that stuff where I like to have complete control over it. And yeah. this is my main issue. And I'm too proud to ask. Yeah. But I've really learned, especially within like the last year, you can almost say now where I start preparing for that. It's, it's not worth it. I'm never going to get any products done because you're mm. trying to work in five different jobs or five different things at the same time yeah. next to my normal job. And um, I'm even if I would spend another two years, I would not be good enough to get the quality I actually want to represent with it. Yeah. What about you guys? It's, I guess it's a far too easy to just think of everything I do as part of the business. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, it is very easy, quote unquote, to just look at the numbers of things and say, I will probably just take this amount of time. If I ask someone who's professional, they will probably do it in do it faster and have a better result at the end. Yeah. But like Jan mentioned as well, like, yeah, I'm proficient enough to be dangerous in a lot of different things mm -hmm. that is required to run a business. Mm -hmm. So I can get by, I can I can survive on my own with the knowledge I have, but thriving might be difficult. Yeah. Because I'm not an expert at anything but swinging a hammer. Yeah. But that that, that, that being said, like, there, there's a whole set of, a whole other side to this of how crucial is this? How important is the fact that you are doing it all by yourself? Mm -hmm. And like, I think they are nearly mutually exclusive. If this is super critical, you can't rely on your own enjoyment of having it figured out by yourself. But if it's a trivial thing, then of course you can do it simply because you would like to have the pride in having done it yourself. Yeah, also, yeah for sure. Also, how, how often are you using it? And Brad has a good example when you said it's like with the Fusion, but you don't use yeah. Fusion that often. So for yeah. you to relearn it, spend a week wasting your time, or like not wasting your time, but relearning something for a week that you know you're going to use once for that part and then mm -hmm. you're not going to use it for another three to four years. Yeah. For example, there's there's no worth behind that or not not if you have an option of asking someone. This is where you have to be honest to yourself. Whereas it's the same with you. I remember you talking about that you actually hired someone for welding purposes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just a time efficiency. How much time would it take you to redo it over and over again or to learn it, to weld it? And then you have no welding project for like the next half year where you actually need mm -hmm. that like level of welding. Yeah, and, and the welding is probably the best example in my case. Mm -hmm. Simply because, yeah, I can do it. I will be slower. Uh, it will look worse, but it will be, quote unquote, equally as functional in the end. Yeah. But the guy I hired uh, and worked with me, Ali, for a, for a, for a good while, like uh, his hourly rate was less than half of mine, mm -hmm. and he was doing all of the jobs in half the time that yeah. I would have taken. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it, it it's it's a perfect business sense or business decision to just say, here's all the job for you. So uh, for a few months, we had just this running thing of he would just show up mm -hmm. into workshop. Mm -hmm. And either I would have prepared a pile of things for him to weld together or he would do other sort of quote-unquote menial things for me. Like mm. uh, preparing the roast stems for me. Yeah. Uh, just Or just grinding this and that into this shape, taking the bevels of things. Yeah. 
very, very simple things, but just because he was so quick and proficient with all of the tools, I didn't have to spend the time to educate him. Sort of going back to the, the last year's episode about don't not having he- time to help people yeah. or get help from people. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't an issue because he knew all of the basics. Yeah. There's a little difference though when you when you have a client that asks you for a project and you know the client will pay for that project when it's done, yeah. you can count on that money to hire someone to help you build the project. It's part of the cost of building the thing, right? When it comes to a website for, for you or for me or for anyone, that's, that's a bet on, on the future. You are yes. investing money in a website in order to sell stuff. And um, when I, it's probably my second or third website that I have right now. I'm still not happy with it. Um, I, I don't think it uh, reflects... Um, my personality or what I do or what I want to do. So I'm, I'm sure it could be way better and more efficient. Uh, plus I said, sucks at referencing it. So people don't get uh, exposed to ads concerning my work um, that often. But again, I don't have the money to pay someone to do it because otherwise it I, I don't have the resources of investing uh X amount of money into building a website, knowing for sure that this money will come back mm. through sales. Yeah, that is oh. a big bet. That's why I do it myself. See, yeah. Th- that's the yeah, dif- yeah, yeah. That difference. I mean, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. And it's a thing that doesn't feel like it's working when it is working yeah. to me. Simply because, like, one example is I, I got an accountant to take care of all the business. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like I am still doing a lot of the work because I need to f- gather all of the documentation and send them off and explain things. And there's communication all, all the way along the way. Yeah. And it feels like there's barriers in between just getting the job done because I need to communicate with this other person all the time. Mm-hmm. And I have to pay them. I get invoice every single month saying like, now you owe us this much for the job we did this month. Mm-hmm. But what I... N- I don't. I, I with what I know is a part of that process is knowing they are doing this better than I could. They're doing it faster than I could, and their hourly rate is lower than mine. Yeah. So because, even if because they're so efficient with it. Yeah, uh, all of those things, and especially when it comes to accounting, it's like this needs to be done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a very a very small business. Probably no one is going to go through my books mm-hmm. proper and like check if I have done everything to the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. That's probably never going to happen. Yeah. But the fact that I have an accountant and preferably a really good accountant that knows all of the ways that a small business like me can use the tax system to their benefit. Mm-hmm. Ideally, the, 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 the accountant is going to pay for itself in the money I not don't have to spend in taxes. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and in it, jail and time, point, eventually, or 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 that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I'm not at that point where that actually happens, and I I can't even see the numbers because they can't come back to me and say like, oh, so because we did your taxes, we saved you for twice the amount we have billed you. Mm-hmm. Look how good we are. Mm. They they can't prove those numbers because they don't know what kind of 
stupid things I would do to the books, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the things where like it just feels like I'm spending money and not getting anything, even though I know they are helping a hell of a lot. Not only to mention they are freeing off my time so I can do the things that promote the business more. Yeah. Or make the business grow more. Also, read when you said. Uh, going back to your homepage when you said like you don't feel or you don't want to invest the money in it mm. um, if you're using a web shop and this is your source of income it's well worth it because mm. you already created it and if maybe you're not happy with the design but these days um, there are so many ready compiled web pages in different mm. designs where you can just basically pick it you know you want your store in there and you can select it and they're going to go with the color with it and do those little tweaks for you and just mm. that the graphic looks good um optimizing the loading times on the page you're not op um, uploading your own jpegs but they exactly knowing what kind of sizes they need in mm. order for the site to f um, load faster because this also influence uh, influences um the the click-through rate or how google ranks it there's so many factors in it i have friends yeah. working in ecomace and they, one evening they started explaining a couple of stuff and i finally knew like i knew nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> what i thought was a nice site they looked at it and it's like dude that's never gonna rank anywhere and i'm like well i don't care it's for a hobby but i know now if i do a site for a business that's it's kind of like unfair because for you to really like to even be seen you basically need to take some money and invest a little bit in it yeah that that that's yeah. one of the problem like you need money to invest in in your business in order to make money so that that's something that i and, i had in and mind I'm not talk, and i'm not talking about thousands and thousands of euros <clears throat> no, it's no, no, really no, I like know. small tweaks but there, it is there is a cost to it yeah yeah and for just sure having somebody to look over it once and say it's like yeah there's this couple of things you can improve already helps you immensely no no no. yeah sure when when just before i created my business i had to take up like uh, two-day class which is absolutely ridiculous uh it should have been like two weeks or something but anyway uh, it was a two-day class and they they told us uh you're gonna sorry is that mandated by law in france yeah yeah it's it's uh well not really you you can create your business without having to attend to that class to those class but they are they are free for you to attend and they give you good advice so i okay. i took it i went i went for it and like yeah I'm, I'm i might learn something that can be useful um it's it's basically the explanation on uh what type of business you are creating uh low taxes and stuff to avoid and a few advice and and that's it you're ready and, and you're good to go um, but they, they told us you have to invest some money in your business in order to just work. Uh, you have to buy some tools. You have to make some stock. Um, I mean, uh, stock. Yeah, you create stuff and and stock them. Uh, so you you need raw materials. You need advertisement uh, websites. You have to uh, have an email address, a phone number, etc., etc. So obviously, you have to to Plus, in insurance, a bank account, and everything costs cost money, right? So you have to invest in your... Um, on the first day, you haven't created anything. You haven't sold anything. But you have already spent money. The problem is I've done that. And and I, I don't really want or can't spend, again... A lot of money to recreate all the stuff that I need to recreate, so I I have to do it myself. 
because asking for uh, help and hiring people in that case is not really an option. But that that that's that's the side, that's the business side of thing. I was I was also thinking about just like when you are doing something at home, when you are on a project by yourself. Do you do you have this moment or where? Oh yeah, oh, I'm 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 stuck. I I should get some help because yes. it would make it easier and quicker. And uh, again, just a, a quick. Uh, um sidebar but as a maker i think uh earlier earlier just before recording my kid was uh what are you going to talk about in the podcast i was like asking for help and i was like what what are you going to say and and we had this conversation with my son already mm-hmm. which, is, which is kind of fun um so i explained to him that adults have the tendency to not not want to ask for help because of ego, because when you ask for help, you have the feeling that other people um, see you as weak or incompetent or, or stupid or whatever. And I was trying to explain to him that, no, uh, of course, sometimes you, you want to make the stuff by yourself, on your own, because that's that's how you learn stuff. And even oh. if you fail, even if you make a mistake, that's part of your process in learning a new skill and the pride that you have or the joy that you have in the end, because you have this new skill and that you've, you've went through your project and you have something done, something final, in the end is, is worth it. But sometimes you need help. And knowing that you need help, recognize that moment that you should ask for help is very difficult, can be very difficult when you're an adult. And especially when you are a maker and we are taking this pride in doing all by ourselves. So uh, do you do that when you are making something like Jan at home? Where we're simply starting at now, and it took a while and kind of got to my health, especially carrying stuff. Yeah. If I get something, something new, and I technically could maybe get it up to my workshop by myself, mm-hmm. I'm now help, I'm asking for help. Like if I feel it and it's like not even heavy, but I can't like really catch it and I have to like carry it from, yeah. from my car or something, I leave it in the car. I call up a buddy and say, do, do you have time to either today or tomorrow? Can you help me something carry up for like five minutes? Where stuff is like, oh, it's only going to take five minutes to bring it up. Mm-hmm. But I hurt my back so many times yeah. trying to lift stuff I should not have moved in ways I should not have. Like starting with that health-wise, mm. better safe than sorry. And the, yeah, that, that saying yeah. is so much worth it. Um, I mean, I mean, I agree with you, but I also never do that. And I never used <laughs> to do that. And I paid a price health-wise for yeah. it. So yeah, I'm now doing it. Um, so this is one of the things where I can jump over my own shadow and I put my pride by side. And even if yeah. I know that the buddy I'm calling could like lift it up and just carry it home by uh, like up by himself without any trouble. Yeah. I know I can't do it or I, at least I'm having the risk of hurting myself. So this is something. That's, that's a great point. Yeah, really. Because that, that I, I held my bag the same way. Like I, I needed to, uh, and your foot. And and my foot, but but mainly <laughs> my back. No, 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 but no, no. You're you're absolutely right. But the first time I really hurt my back was I I had a trunk. I had made a trunk, 
and I wanted to put it uh, in my office uh, first floor. And my wife was like, I'm going to help you. And I was like, no, I'm, it, it's, it's okay. I can do it by myself. And I lifted it and I heard in my back and, and it was done. And, and now I'm, I'm hurting every day because of that. So be, having this fucking pride that day hurt my back. I'm suffering. I'm still hurting now. And, and so I, I absolutely agree with you. Don't be this stupid. And, and, and if just recognize the fact that you need help to do something that physically is difficult. There is no shame in it. Absolutely not. And the other thing is also, um, and I don't know if that if we should count that in, but like advice, because I love like bouncing ideas of other people, but there's actually yeah. the point where I'm in a project and I just can't get it to work. Mm. And this is where then I start asking for help by people I know that have been working with it, or just really, um, I think I've only done it once though, it's really over social media. It's like, I'm having a problem here. I can get, I have no clue what to do. Mm -hmm. Do you have any ideas? That, there's a reason I only did it once over social media because um, like 90% of what's coming back, like you have your friends that you could have written in chat anyway, mm -hmm. they would have answered you. And then you have a lot of like just useless or mean comments in it. But um, it's good for exposure though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not, but, not, but you... not what I'm look not what I'm looking for in that no, moment sure, because sure. I but have it's... a problem. I want to get it solved, and I don't want to have somebody <laughs> giving me instructions on how to kill myself. <laughs> no. Yeah. Do that when you don't have a problem. It's a good strategy that people often use. Like, oh, what what should I color? Yeah, what I color should I use to paint that stuff? They they already know what they are gonna use, but it it boosts yeah. their their yeah, numbers. Exactly. Tell, tell me what you think, and I'm gonna do it my way anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, I I totally get you. Yeah, no, but for I, sure. there's there's been projects where I just hit a wall and I didn't know any, and this is why there's not that's not bouncing off ideas. This is actually actively asking people for help. It's like, dude, I have a problem I cannot solve at the moment like do you know and that is honestly like time in general is something that is precious to most of us because yeah. we don't have too much of it and we're like busy all the time um so i'm extremely thankful mm -hmm. to know that i have a lot of people that i can ask for things like that it's like i have a specific problem i don't know how to solve it like how do i go about it and i usually get answers really fast or stuff i've never would have thought about it mm -hmm. sometimes it's really simple and i feel really stupid afterwards but i'm still really glad i asked <laughs> yeah but see that that's part of my point you feel stupid but you shouldn't be because you 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 asked so you got the answer that you needed even though that's yeah, you the, did the right thing yeah you, you did, did the you right did, thing yeah yeah it was the best option to ask for help but it's the typical oh why didn't i think about that yeah that's, that's oh it's so obvious now <laughs> yeah but you know that's that's when when you see something online like the new invention and you're like mm. oh fuck that's genius why did i think about that because i could have made a lot of money or that's something that i could have made for myself and it would have helped me for this thing or this thing the best ideas are always obvious when when you see them, yeah. but it, they are the one most difficult to get on your own. Mm. I mean, the, the first person who cut the hoop out of a basket in the basketball court. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it used to be an actual basket yeah, up yeah, there yeah, and someone yeah. needed to get a ladder and climb up and get the ball out. Uh, mm. yeah. And then someone figured out like, oh, wait, maybe if you just remove the bottom, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's absolutely enough if we can see it falling through. <laughs> ah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and there's so many of those things. Quick question, Jan, if, if mm. I may. Uh, is Steph part of the people that you ask for advice or, or for help? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's like um like first first yeah like the first one. She's the first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I'm I'm just asking because the, for me it's the same thing. My wife is the first person I will ask for help. Yeah. It when it will probably not be on the spot when I have the problem. It will be probably three no. days later. Uh, because I'm trying to figure it out on my own. I have my pride. I'm stupid, fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, stupid, yeah, no, no. First, we first have to brood over it and have, like, <laughs> terrible, a terrible mood for at least a few days. Yeah, and same, Usually same. then we're getting asked by our wives, like, what and, the hell's wrong with you? Then and you then you the spit it out. I have a problem yeah. and she casually gave you the, the answer, give you the answers and the, I, the, the yeah, solution. Yeah. Because St Steph is really crafty. She's not a maker per se, I would say, mm -hmm. or like she doesn't see herself at that, but she is just, I mean, she, she's the smart one from uh, like of us. <laughs> so, so like she's way smarter than I am. So, and because she sees stuff with different eyes on a really mm. calculated perspective, it's like often I tell her something and she's like, well, did you try that? She's not even yeah. like, well, I have to do it like this way. She's like, have you tried that? And I'm like, oh, that is actually a great idea. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Without cool. like going into specifics. But yeah, this is, she's given like the fresh from the outside look. I'm, because I'm usually, I'm because I'm stuck in my way, I usually think about like the maker friends. Mm -hmm. and sometimes we over-engineer and over-complicate things to no extent. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I do that. <laughs> exactly. It's like basically, well, how do I nail it together? And then it's just, Steph goes, it's like, what did you think about just drilling it? And just, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Raz, what about you? Do you do the same thing? You ask for help for like yeah. simple stuff? Or do you have this, oh, I, I still want to do it on my own. When it's not business, uh, I'm, I'm No, saying. no. Uh, I mean, as I stated before, I, I, I don't really distinguish between like private making and business making. Mm -hmm. I sort of attack it with the same mentality. Mm -hmm. Although... I need to be more conscientious about the money side of thing. What's the, does this actually make sense to do when it is for the business? Mm -hmm. If it's something I would just want to learn or try for myself, then it's like, oh, fuck it. I, I can screw up a little bit because I want to learn this. I want the knowledge. I don't want to think. Yeah. Uh, that being said, like, just generally speaking, I really enjoy just talking it over with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I might not be looking for advice. I might just be looking for someone to hear my process and say, yeah, that sounds like a good way to, of doing it. Okay. Uh, so you're searching for an adult to supervise you. Sometimes. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but other times it's like, oh, I, I need to figure out this thing and just uh, either just talking it over with someone who has a lot of different practical experience mm -hmm they will just say, oh, but we did something similar with another thing and we solved a kind of that problem with doing it this way. Mm. And I'm like, oh yeah, that might work. I never thought about that. Mm. And I have a lot of those. And also it's like simple things of just verbalizing my problem suddenly shifts it a bit in my mind and suddenly I can see the solution yeah. or at least something to try. Um, or other times it's like we have five different possible ways of solving this problem. There's problems with all of them. I have no idea which one is the right one. And then you just have to think about, okay, uh, which one is the easiest to recover from if I screw up? 
which one is the easiest to try mm -hmm. and screw up. Mm -hmm. And then you sort of just start with the simplest thing and yeah. just go, okay, did that work? No. Okay, can I fix it? Cool. Then we try that other thing afterwards. But being able to talk problems over with someone, I find very helpful. Yeah. Something to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> well done, guys. I, th I think so. I think so. I, uh, I would love, though, Red, to go back and talk more about your business side of things mm -hmm. and what sort of you'll be struggling with. Mm -hmm. We will. Um, but in a different, different episode. Yeah, in a different episode. Can I start with the focus? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, this week, next week, today, when this episode is released, uh, so Sunday, it's, I believe, the 100th episode of Maker's Waffle. Oh, um, yes. You should definitely go on YouTube uh, at 9.30 English time, whatever. Uh, you can check it. But yeah, uh, be in the chat. Watch the 100th episode live uh, because it's a really good podcast. And, and I heard that the guests were very cool this week. So... You should. Yes. You should. The, the, I think it's the best guest that I'm going to have for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm sure that they are absolutely <laughs> the best. Yeah. So, yeah. Maker's Waffle. Maker's Waffle. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, actually, also a podcast. Um, it's called Mami, oh, Mami Amigos, mm -hmm. which is uh, also photography. It's uh, from uh, two guys that are also YouTubers. Uh, one is called Bad Flashes and the other one is Granny Days. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty oh. fun to watch. Uh, they're pretty funny. I mean, it's all about photography, but still, uh, they also have a video format and also the, the normal format. So you can watch them on YouTube. And they're, they're actually kind of worth watching on also like on YouTube. I mean, they're not as good as we are, but <laughs> they're, they're getting them. <laughs> are anyone as good as we are, though? Yeah. No, true, um, they're, 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 they're pretty true. great. If, like, if you're into photography at all and they uh, interview some really interesting people, like also other photographers. Yeah. So it's 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 good. Good cool. listen. What was the name again? Mi Amigos. Mi Amigos. Or okay. Mami Amigos. Yeah, Mami Amigos. It's horrible. Okay, they the, you 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 decide, and I'll write it down. Well, there's the mamia, <laughs> there's the mamia cameras, and they use the mamia and the a of that from the amigos. So, mamia amigos. We we'll put the say. link. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I, you need to write that all, down. All, I have no all, fucking clue. All the links and stuff. <laughs> cool. Uh, my focus is both a blacksmith and also someone I met at Maker Central. Mm -hmm. One of those cases where. Uh, well, I blame Kel, first of all, uh, as, <laughs> well, as with everything Maker Central related. Yeah. But it's one of the moments where you just walk around and it's like, ooh, I recognize that face. And you just stand there staring at them for a minute and a half, just thinking, no, where the fuck do I know them from? Uh, Joshua Delisle. Yeah. Uh, I think John D. Harvey they focused on him a while back at some point. Probably. But he is very much a design engineer approaching blacksmithing. And he's a fair, fairly good blacksmith, blacksmith. Uh, but he has done a lot of really interesting design work and some really fantastical things. Mm -hmm. And he as well sort of stepped into being a metalworker blacksmith full-time a few years back. Cool. And he's doing a lot of really cool things. Yeah. And I'll link to specifically one video of his where he's forging some 
horses, uh, uh, horse book ends, I think it was, or was it stags? Uh, a long back, long while back. That's really, really cool. Cool. And yeah, no, uh, just all over a brilliant fella and someone who's doing a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. Especially when it comes to, like you mentioned, doing like fusion work and creating uh, sculptural things that you can get laser cut and then shape and fold and weld into really, really cool items like stag heads, uh, ram skulls and unicorns and whatever else he's been up to. I think I actually nicked a couple of his ideas way back. Nice. Uh, for flowers, come to think of it. I never told him that. <laughs> now you did. Uh, if he listens, I'm not sure if he... Maybe he... I told him about the podcast. Dear, oh, dear, dear me. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Joshua Delisle. <laughs> nice. Nice. Where can people find us? Nice. Uh, I was doing different things now. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us collectively, you can do that at two-thirds focused. And if you want to pay us to pretend to be more coherent, you can do that at patreon.com slash two-thirds focused. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and LewinSmed.no. And especially if you want to complain about the fact that grinders uh, sort of are not in stock at the moment, but they should have been. And you can find me at the Redsmith or uh, Redsmith everywhere on the internet, more specifically at theredsmith.com. And you can find me at Nerd Inventor or at Jan Maxwell on the socials. Nice. Thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you, Thank guys. You. And have a good week. Bye-bye.